Welcome back to Flash Fiction Fridays. I'm Teresa Garcia, or Amehana Arashi. And this time, we're going a little bit of a comedic route with Flash Fiction Fridays number 21. And hopefully the background noise is not too bad. I am not using my H2N Zoom recorder right now because I'm having to read these off of my computer, so unfortunately, I have the computer background itself going. This first one was supposed to be using little herd of mythical entities, gods and goddesses. One of them is heard more about than others, but I tried to stay in ones that I didn't often hear about. One of the other requirements for this challenge was the incorporation of a shoe. A fabulous shoe at that. So this first one is called Just a Little Something. Cao Guo Jiu crossed his arms and tapped his foot. Ben Zaiten handed him a cup of tea and he accepted it with a sigh while her dragon husband watched them both. What has you so bothered? I've never seen you like this. The dragon adjusted his coils and lowered his head to a more conversational height. I feel somewhat put out by how little I get acknowledged now. It's like I don't exist anymore in some places. I do so much more than make sure a performance goes well. I keep all the actors safe and as fed as possible, too. I could at least get some recognition. You sound like you're thinking of something rash. Are you sick? Benzaiten refilled the teacup and pressed a rice ball into his hand. Sick and tired of being unappreciated. So, what would you expect from the humans? Fewer even think we're real. The dragon's baritone rumbled through him and Kaobojiu downed his tea and rice, pondering. I want... A coconut. A coconut. The dragon's snout now was level with his eyeball while trying to look him in the eye. Yes, with lime. Cow Goju had a lovely view all the way up inside his nostril. Oddly, there was a gorgeous slipper lodged part way up. Shoo. Benzaiten tapped her husband's whisker gently, and he readjusted the angle of his nose, granting a better view of his eyeball. Small things always find their way up there when he sleeps. So, you want to put the lime in the coconut and drink it all up? The dragon drawled, smirking. Do you realize how you sound right now? Kaoguju sighed. Benzaiten poured a cup of sake instead. So, how do you plan to demand a coconut and lime? I was thinking of manifesting when all the actors are changing to make my demand, when they are all at their most vulnerable and are actually gathered. You should demand a play in your honor, and that they wear no shoes if they don't bring you your coconut soon enough. 
Then Zaitan shot a glare at her husband, and the mighty dragon coughed. What? I could have told him to demand a shrubbery, too. She poured a cup of sake for herself and finished it in one drop. Will they even understand your corny pop culture references? I feel unappreciated, too, the dragon got up. Cow Goju, you terrify the humans and I'll jam the doors, revolving a knot. If they don't meet your demands, I'll scare them, too. Benzaiten carefully put the jug down and strode to her loot. With a yike, the dragon sped off with Cow Goju in his claw. I promise I won't eat anyone. She snorted at his fleeing form, very dragon-like herself. You'll need to make your own offering if you think you're going to get far. And that was just a little something. And as I was reading through, I remembered the other requirement for this particular challenge. It was supposed to be an unreasonable demand. It's up to you whether or not that's unreasonable or not. Cat thunder. What havoc dost thou wreak? Yeah, that's what I thought. You're supposed to be my assistant. Ah. We're going to do one more comedic flash fiction. And this one is going to be called Turnabout. Coco Pele leaned against the rock his pack beside him and feet toward the fire that roasted the tubers for his dinner. The breeze felt good after a long, hot day, and the sunset was a welcome reprieve from the light. He loved this time. It was a time of rest and romance. Eagerly, he pulled out his flute, checked the tune, and then began to rhapsodize the sunset. Another traveler made their way toward the glow of the fire, scent of food and sound of music. Their stomach rumbled and tongue salivated. They tried to be as quiet as possible until they could figure out more about who was at the camp. Once the familiar scent was fully distinguishable, Coyote grinned and shifted his form, making sure she looked as presentable as possible. Coco Pele was a soft touch, it was too much trouble to just steal a tuber. Although Coyote thought he was being quiet, Coco Pele was aware that someone was approaching his camp. By now, he expected that at least three times each trip anywhere, he was going to have to deal with some sort of mischief. Two could play the game, though. Coco Pele played the most longing and wistful love song he had ever written and taught to man, intentionally positioning himself to create a striking silhouette against the horizon with the wind lifting his hair. If Coyote used the expected trick, he would present his female again. No harm in creating a situation that he and old woman Coyote could mutually poke her husband about later. As expected, it was not long before the beautiful maiden with a very coyote-ish face stood in the shadows at the firelight's edge. He played harder, 
moved into a tune usually played at celebrations and smirked when Coyote was pulled into a comely and inviting dance. Several tunes later, a very tired trickster lay at his feet, looking up and gasping. Now you have to feed me since I played for you. How did you know? You tried this one Tuesday before last payup. Coyote grumbled and opened a pouch at his belt to share his pemmican. And that was Turnabout. Everyone loves a good coyote tale, right? Coyote certainly does find himself putting himself into mischief he didn't expect. And that's all for this time. Until next time, I'm Teresa Garcia or Amehana Arashi. This has been Flash Fiction Fridays, and if you have a short flash fiction that you would like to have featured, especially if it has anything to do with myth, folklore, or legend, write me at LadyRainStarDragon at Hotmail.com or THGStarDragonPublishing at Gmail.com. Happy reading.